like this. It's just like fucking soft ass, just sports athletes. It's just like straight up. It's all soft. What's up, y'all? Oh shit, we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> right into and it. We're, we're leading right into the soft that, that soft shit because we're fired up tonight on a Friday night. I'm, I, I want to go back the to Sixers, the Sixers. The Sixers shitting all over themselves didn't have anything to do with this, yeah. but. Because we we all knew it was coming. Speaking of baby shit soft. Speaking of baby shit soft. <laughs> James Harden soft. Man, what happened? What he, did happen to that guy? He just he's he's wildly inconsistent. I mean, that's that's the name out, of the man. game. And he's older. And he's got a lot of money. And he really doesn't, you know. He's really doesn't want to be here clearly <laughs> clearly so I, I don't know how you can go from game one just shooting the lights out playing like balls to the wall and then turn around playing, playing like you care and yeah then, and then just turning around and like listen i get it people have like bad shooting nights but man yeah. three for 14 like yeah. i think at the end of the game where you saw i think um the commentators on espn mentioned it that one last possession where Embiid was like, Harden, go, go to the, go yeah. to the and get something. Embiid was like, clearly like telling him like, go, like yeah. you have, you have Al fucking Horford on you. Go. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. He's, he, this goes back to softness. Like the NBA now is like, Dribble, dribble, dribble to the three fo- three point line. Do a couple dribbles between your legs, behind your back. Maybe step back, shoot a three, and then after the third time you miss, you're like, ah, maybe I should take it to the rack. But depending on who's at the underneath the basket, I will or will not. It's like such a like. Give me eighties, nineties <coughs> basketball again. I've yeah. officially turned into an old man. Well, and I also another frustrating thing that always kills me with this team right now is. If if James isn't feeling it or Joel isn't feeling feeling it, which thank God Joel was feeling it tonight. I mean he he showed up. He played like an MVP. Uh, someone had to show up, and I'm glad he did. But if they're not feeling it, no one else is stepping up. Like oh. where the hell is anyone? You know, James. How many times did we see? To your point, John. James dribble up do his little shake and bake, his little stutter step, wait for a pick. And everyone is, is standing around the three point line. No one's moving without the ball, setting picks for each other, slashing and dashing. Like everyone's just stagnant. And it's like, if James isn't doing anything and Joel isn't doing anything, this team is just, it's dead in the water. Uh, Tobias Harris, like insert fart noise. Yeah. Like again, like here's a hundred million dollar uh, max player, um, not really, not really working out. No, and I get it. Like in his defense, I don't want to defend him too much because he, again, makes a lot of money. Very talented guy. He signed this contract. I mean, he does. The doc does ask of him to play a lot of roles in any given night. So I can see that being after a while, just kind of grind on, on, on a player, but you're in the fucking playoffs, man. Like it's time. It's go time. Like yeah, you, you do can't what's have seven points. You. you can't have, no, I mean, you can't and if you're going to have seven points. points, then give me like 10 rebounds. Give me yeah. like nine steals. Assists. 
Yeah. Rebound. Right. Rebound. Where is the, four, where is the four oh, rebounds? Where's the rebounding? You know who our second leading rebounder tonight was? <laughs> Probably uh, Niang. Danny Melton. Yeah. Say. But eight like, boards. That's yeah. unredic. That's like unreal. Oh, no, but we have P.J. Tucker. He's supposed to be a rebounding machine, so. He had nine points. He had more than Tobias tonight. <laughs> yeah. Because they give him 13 feet to shoot. They don't respect them at all. I mean, we did shoot a measly 40%, which, I mean, they shot 44%, but. Yeah, but we, but that's kind of inflated because we started hitting towards the end of the game when it really didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, I think the point we're trying to make here for the two people who are actually listening to this rant, like we all saw the playoffs going this way and we all were hoping that it wasn't going to end up this way, but it is. It's our worst nightmare come true again. Now, can they turn things around? There's still time, but it it's pretty clear that James is checked out. He's rattled. I don't know. I, He's something he's not, he's not in, in playoff mode with the exception of game one, which, you know, the sun shines on the dog's ass. Some days, you know, we all, we, we, we all, we all have a little gas in the tank every, from now and again. But I think for as a whole, he just looks mentally checked out, mentally drained bill. I think you said before we hit record, that Vegas trip had rattled the locker room. It, it guys are just out on him. I don't know what it is. It's just it's not good, and it's 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 hitting at the worst time. Are, are we never going to have like a dog, like when I say dog men, a mentality? Shout out to Nick Sirianni, but like we're going to have like a, a a a dog player on our Sixers team. Do you know what I mean? Like I know. I'll, there'll be a lot of eye rolls when I say Allen Iverson, no. but we're going to have like a guy like, like who's just going to like put it all out there. Like Joe Embiid is a seven foot big man, right? He plays like a six, nine power forward. Basically, you know, he doesn't play like a big man. He really does now. Well, who Are, really does in the NBA? And he kind of like, I don't want to say lollygags, but like he does. And he doesn't play like a dominant. He's not a dominant player. Yes, yeah, so you look at the stats. He put up thirty points. I'm not taking that away from him. But when you need, you need like three or four points, six points immediately, and you're the largest guy on the team, on the court, and you can dominate underneath the basket. Why is it that he can't just say, "All right, forget it. I'm not going to shoot threes. I'm just going to be the dominant big man." Like, why? What's the hesita- hesitation towards that? I don't know. Who's the last dominant big man in your opinion? Like that played like a big man. Was it Shaq? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean that I've seen, I mean, obviously seen things about Wilt and Kareem, but I mean, Shaq, absolutely. Yeah. Like the last, the last guy that you can say that, you know, before this entire league, you know, turned into baby food. Yeah. I think I think it was like Shaq and then it turned like into Dwight Howard and Dwight Howard was kind of like a soft a soft version of Shaq. Yeah. And then it just got completely soft and, after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right. Because dudes, dudes did not want to go in the paint when Shaq was down there. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like guys like Shaq, like Oakley, he's not at center, but like guys like that, like you saw dudes like that down there and you were like, nah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stop, you know, jump, stop and pull up for a, for a 12 footer. Who was the guy from Portland um, from overseas? Was that Sabonis? Uh, yes. I mean, he was like, yeah. a, he was like a big guy in the paint too. Not, he, I don't dominate. It wasn't in the dominate category, but he was just one of those like big guys back in the day. Like you wouldn't want to go down low against. Yeah. yeah. But like Tatum is clearly not intimidated by Joel Embiid. Yeah. Like none of these guys are. I mean, they shoot, they, they shoot really well. Um, they're, they're dominant off the ball. They, they, they move the ball ridiculously well. It's yeah. like, it's like, it, it, remember in, in practice, it was always like uh, 10 passes. It's like 13 passes when you play the Celtics. And then they got guys like Horford, who's out there just banging Brogdon, banging threes. It's like, all right, Rebound- if you're going to hit threes. Boom. Rebounding, getting second chance shot, shots. You know, Marcus Smart, just like the ultimate. That's who I thought you were going to go to when you said, like, are we going to get a dog? Because, like, I don't think of a superstar as a dog, but I thought I, I, I see what you mean. Like, like an AI, like a like a Kobe, like Kobe yeah. had that dog in him. You I know? probably should be like more like Mamba mentality is probably yeah, the better yeah. than dog. Like when I think dog, I think, you know, Tucker. Marcus yeah. Smart, those dudes, Draymond. energy guys, Draymond, Dylan Brooks. He should be on this team. Yeah, this year. I was gonna say, why don't we pick him up? I'll take him. I don't know what Bill feels about Dylan Brooks, but Bill's Bill's basically putting in wagers for tomorrow's Kentucky Derby. Yeah, he's he's off the Sixers. We, I mean, we, we could shut up about this. It's a waste of time, right? <laughs> We're wasting our time and our breath. Yes. yes. Okay. We yes. are. Yes. So we're going to talk a little reality TV because John, for whatever reason, whenever he thinks of naked and afraid, he thinks of the three of us for some reason, <laughs> which it's true. I, I, I want him to elaborate on this because I've never watched naked and afraid. I've seen the commercials. I've seen, I know the premise. Yeah. So I'm interested to know. Why the hell would you think of the three of us? Well, they were, I saw a TV commercial tonight for like a competition for naked and afraid. And then I also ultimately think of like, what's the, what's the other one where you like, like the race across the amazing, amazing race, race and amazing all that race. shit, but like naked and afraid. When you think about it, it's like they just drop you somewhere remote. You're naked. You're usually with a partner. And then you're just like trying to like stay alive. Like you got to eat crazy shit and you're naked and you got to do all like all the shit premise odd. Yes. But then I was like, could you imagine like, a forfeit naked and afraid. Like they just dump the four of us on an Island and like, we got to build shit and we're fucking naked. Now are we still allowed to, to do the podcast or no? I mean, we, we, uh, it depends. I don't know how the comp, I don't know how you win. I guess if you stay alive, I guess that's how naked and afraid works. But like, whoa, I whoa, no one's dying, right? No one's dying on the show. No, I mean, like Bill's obviously going to get sunburnt to a degree on like <laughs> the, 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 the uh, temperature of the sun, right? Jesse's just going to get like attacked by some 
either animal or insect that's going to turn him into like the state puff marshmallow man, right? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm I'm going to like vomit every time I see like a, a like a, a a raw piece of meat I'm going to have to eat. Oh my god! Like, and you're like the the most like outdoorsy probably person here with like hiking experience. Like, you're probably yeah, but one fun. one one mirage and I'm done. I mean, listen, I, I think we'd be okay, like, building a fire. I think we could all, all get together and do that. Yeah. But then the fact that, like, we're all fucking naked, it's like, like, listen, like, you know, Matt, I don't need to see the squirrel in your ass anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Bill, put your anaconda away, you know, put, get a couple, <laughs> get, get a couple uh, leaves and cover that thing up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Made of bamboo. <laughs> I'm I'm fairly confident with what happens every time I play paintball that I would definitely get bit in the dick by some yeah. by some animal. Like, right. there's no doubt about it. Like, 20 minutes in, it'd be like you you'd hear me scream. You'd be like, "Ah, oh, you got bit in the dick." So like, we're on an island. Is that where we're dropped like off? Island or like a fucking jungle somewhere? A mountain or something? Yeah, and they just like drop you out of an airplane or something, or drop you off on a boat, and they say later we'll see you in like forty eight hours, and then you gotta go like. Wait, it's only forty eight hours. It's, I, no, it's it's a, it's a it's longer than that. It's like a month yeah. or something, right? Well, then I'm gonna be very forty eight hours. I think we we would we would be. I think we would be just fine. Yeah, forty eight hours. Forty eight hours. Take a nice long nap. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. I just. I mean, I think it would be great reality TV, just like like actual people that know each other doing it. Forty eight hours. You give me a a good, healthy diner breakfast, and I'll survive for forty eight hours. I won't have to eat shit. The first half hour of the show would be us yelling at each other, basically trying to like pretty much each other's balls and assholes and gathering (laughs) gathering sticks and twigs for firewood. Jesse, don't don't use that. It's poison ivy. Yeah. Jesse's just itching for We're the, like, nah, bro, wipe your ass with that. It's fine. It's cool. Uh, I, just, so, I just thought it would be great. I don't know. So is there, like, what's the incentive? Is there prize money at the end of this? Like, bragging rights? Are we doing this for bragging rights? What? What? What, I mean, I what guess, is it? I don't know what what the actual competition, what you win. I'll look up what the competition is. Um. No, they win get, money. Then like, I saw a commercial of the new work? season. They win money. Like, How much though? I mean, you really don't get paid that. It's much. on this. It's on Discovery or whatever channel, so it can't be like Survivor, like because it used to be a million dollars for Survivor. I don't know oh, if they still. It's twenty-one days, by the way. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was like a month or something. Um, I bet uh, they you probably, a you probably bucks. win at least a couple hundred thousand, maybe. They get a few thousand dollars. Okay. Oh shit! Okay. I read that wrong. Survivor yeah, gets a million. Survivor gets a million, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know if they is that show still on the air? Survivor? I don't, I don't know. So. But that I'm wasn't sure. even like like they weren't even really surviving anything. Like at least naked and afraid they like you you can get fucked up. Survivor, so it's, it's like if you get bit by something, they'll like medevac you out of there. It's like, nah. So is I guess naked and afraid is considered reality TV. It's a reality show, or is it a contest? I think it's reality. Is it? They're following you around real time and you're doing all that sort of shit. All right. I mean, does anyone here have a favorite reality TV show or have, or have you had one in the past? Because I feel like reality TV, there's very, there's a lot of different genres of reality TV. 
to be clear, this is what Philly sports has driven us to. Yes. <laughs> this is, yes. I didn't expect yes, this Bill. to be a topic on the podcast. It was really just like a text chat, but no, I mean, we, we, we need to shake it up. It's Friday night. We're all fucking pissed off. We got to just blow off some steam. I'll go first. My favorite reality TV show. Okay. Was Robin big on MTV. Okay. It's a great, it was a great escape of, of your day just to watch these two goon, like, like Rob Deerdick is like, he's a smart dude, right? Like, yeah. Talented skateboard athlete, you know, build up his own brand, use this show as like a le- leverage to kind of create his own image and his, and his, and his, and secure his brand and everything. And I don't know. I just, I loved the dynamic between him and, and big, which I think was like, rest wasn't he is, yeah. Rest in peace. Wasn't he like his bodyguard? And that's how it kind of like came yeah. about mm-hmm. just like, and the house he had was like, pretty dope like it wasn't like overly extravagant but it, it you could tell he had some money but he was like kind of humble about it 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 was like believable reality tv mm-hmm. and then it turned into like what the fantasy factory which was still kind of cool like it had its moments but the original robin big episodes there's some there's some gems in there mm-hmm. some definite gems the shit they did, they just came up with. Yeah, it was like try to put MTV back on the map a little bit. It really look, helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have to was, go with cops. All right. Cops. I mean, yeah, that man. was that that's like the first ever reality TV show. Fuck yeah. I'd still watch cops. I love cops. Is it still on one. regular, like on Fox? It's it's on um it's on like one of the Fox cable channels now. I think I my TV has my TV has like a a, a cops channel. Oh, well, know. and then there's uh, Reels has the um, on patrol. Mm. Is what is what live PD used to be? Okay, that's, that's a that's a TJ Russ one. Uh, live PD he loves that shit. So like it's two hours of them just jumping into like them in the shit like. We're going live to a domestic dispute right now. Basically, it's, yeah. I think that's yeah, what they do, I just, think. It, dude, it's just dudes getting tased left and right. That's a good one. Cops is a good one. There's there's some there's some good episodes of Cops. I miss it. I don't I don't get it with like YouTube TV now. So it's like, you know, I'm all I'm all, I cut the cord. You should you know? check your TV though, John. I think doesn't your TV get like its this, own lineup of channels like for free. Yeah, I get like I, I think mine has a cops channel. Oh. I don't think they're new episodes, but they're it's like twenty yeah, probably se- reruns. It's is it like four hours. Boss? Yeah, it like it's like bo- twenty four hours a day, cops. Like all you can watch. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. Now now I won't do anything for the rest of the week. <laughs> I don't quote me on I could be wrong. I could have sworn I thought I saw it on there. Now, I have an LG TV. You have a Samsung, but all these smart TVs, they all have the so we'll like, line of ad, channels ad, ad over here. Well, hey, you, you know, I mean, this, this, gotta, this, this gotta scratch their backs, they'll scratch our back. You know? Yeah, I mean, 
You want to go, Jesse? Because I have my two, but I'm on the fence. Oh, wow. Just what? For uh, reality shows. Yeah, I'm with John. Like, that's that was the originals, Cops. Like, there was nothing else like that on TV when it was first when it was first on like mm. there was no other reality TV for the only other one that was close, but yeah, no, it really wasn't reality TV. I was going to say something else, but it wasn't, it wasn't reality. It was more like a show. Well, what were you thinking? America's most wanted, like, but that wasn't reality TV. That was just like an investigation show. Yeah. yeah. Really like I was expecting that to be like American gladiator, man. No, Dude. that was on my top of my list, but yeah, I realized I was like, no, that's not a reality show because mine, I flip flop like cause I still watch it. I'm I'm a huge American Idol fan. I really enjoy the show. I've always did, um, but you know, one B would probably be Jackass, but I don't know if that's even a reality show. It's more like a sketch show. Yeah. You know, just some of the some of the pranks like when they would go into like public like old man like cursing out like the kid and just stupid shit like that like but that was kind of more staged so i get you know I it's don't all wanna... staged though i mean it i is. think all these shows are scripted and staged to a point but yeah i mean you could make an argument that that's that's real i mean they go into real settings and it's documented i mean it's almost they consider like, it a uh, reality show, I think, but uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's more scripted because like reality shows to me, like old school favorites would be like, like I like, I used to like road rules on MTV. Oh yeah. Like when they were in the Winnebago yep. and they would go to like different areas and have to get jobs for the day to make money, to make it to like the next town and stuff. But it's like, you know, I was always just like, Oh, how they pay for gas and all that. It's a lot of gas to go across the country one of them. But you know, that's where it's like a little bit, you know, so according to the Google box, Jackass is an American reality comedy television series. Boom. So there you go. So Here's a question. Now. Do you think that we could they could do re- real world today? Or no? They try it. I mean, the Jersey Shore, obviously. And then they have that. They did that one. I think they're bringing the real world, real world back. And I think no, but, I mean, but Bill, like Jersey Shore was like getting all the GTL people together, right? I'm yeah. talking like re- get real world back today where you got like. A lot of diversity, a lot of things going on in the world. I think they were supposed to be doing that. Was like they were gonna like do like a new season, but before it, they were gonna like have some like the original like few season people do it again. Like uh-huh. now, like you almost have to like not announce it, not talk about it, because with social media, everybody would know. With within You're two, right because like, that was the thing. I remember. You can't have any like you can't have any contact with outside like the world like you couldn't have if pre cell phone days which was nice but I think I remember Miz talking about it because he was on the Chicago one and he said like because they were on because I think the Chicago one happened during nine eleven and they didn't know about it right away I think I remember them saying because they weren't allowed to watch the news like they they were supposed to be kind of like. Just wake up, go to your job, and drink all night. We'll have the, we'll have, have the fridge stocked with booze, <laughs> and we're going to put hot people in the same house, and let's see what happens. You know, when we just keep pumping you with booze and body parts. Well, didn't uh, – when they filmed it in Philly, didn't – like, wasn't Philly, like, by the middle of it, like, wanting to, like, fight half of them at the house? Something like, happened with that season. I don't even know if they finished it all because, like, the Yeah, Philly something was, like, weird happened. It was like the yeah. one of the worst ones ever. And it's like, yep, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it was yeah. like, we can't do like, We can't get anything right. No, we really well, can't. And where that house was, it was like, it was that uh, bank on, um, 
that old bank on oh, like, you're right. like I do remember that. I remember Spring that. Garden or whatever. Yeah. Like, Old City. It, it's yeah. like if everybody knew where it was. So like if you wanted to go fuck with them, it really wasn't. That and I think hard. that's like what you're getting at, John, right? It's like with social media nowadays, like everyone as soon as you find out where the house is, it's, it's over. Yeah, I mean I I I look at it less at like people going to the house, more of like could could six people in today's society live in a home together with everything that goes on in people's lives and backgrounds and like I mean people are just fighting at at gas stations and Walmarts now like it's it's no big deal, you know. So it's yeah. Well they did that one yeah. that was like the Alabama whatever with other rednecks. So like oh, yeah. Like the it was like the country music television version of Real World. They did yeah, like, thirty three seasons oh, of that's Real what World. It was. The Philly one, they worked for the uh, Philadelphia So. That was like their house job. They had to work for the Soul. Oh. Um, and, well, I can and, tell you that uh, was a terrible idea. <laughs> and they had to also build a playground for underprivileged children, and uh, that was like their two. Um, and their big, well, their big thing was it was the first time there were two openly gay men on the show. Um, those were like, that was the highlights I'm reading. <laughs> the highlights were those. I mean, you could just imagine like social media today and watching Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram comment sections and just people posting things like that would be amplified by like a hundred million by putting six people in a house today with in, in today's society, I just think I just think it would be, I don't know, just be terrible. Like there, just bad things would happen. You know, no one's all yep. going to get along. You know, two John, cops I, got two cops got arrested because they were undercover and they beat up two other cops protecting the house. Mm. <laughs> what the geez. fuck? Philly hasn't changed. Yeah, <laughs> John, I'm surprised you didn't pick Hard Knocks. Uh, it was the first thing I said earlier, but yeah. Uh, as far as like, yeah, it would be, it would be like my one, one a yeah, easily. I don't remember. I I'm looking at these, the cast members. I don't, I must, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause this was when I was, I guess, going back to school again. And I don't remember any of these people. Like they don't look familiar at all. I must not have watched that season. What was the idea behind big brother? Oh, that, that was kind of watched. I never watched that show, but it was kind of like a show where they voted people off for different reasons. So, like, I don't know. And I know people always kind of got down on that show, too. Like, and that was part of the thing. It's like you put a bunch of hot people in the same house. And (laughs) I, you know, I think I think that was like kind of like a network version of the real world. I kind of gather. But like. Um, could I, and can I remember the surreal life with like when they had like Flavor Flav and Bridget Nielsen? Oh, yeah, on, remember that? Yeah, like one they, they train, started, they like started one banging. train wreck after another, mm-hmm. yeah, and then knock them on the middle on the one season, <laughs> it was yeah. all weird and shit, yeah, yeah. That was like VH1's like you know version of the real world, but they just did ex celebrities, Flavor Flav, <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> And him and Bridget Nielsen were like yeah. getting it. He was like to her tit. He was like to her tit line. His I know. Like, he was so, know. so short, and she's so she's so tall. Yeah, I, that was crazy. I, mean, I don't remember this film, one, but yeah, no, there. Really I think funny. I think we could do like Amazing Race, like the four of us. Oh my god, great reality TV. 
I mean, that would be the one that's probably the most realistic. Yeah. Um, John Someone Jesse would have to be really be good on that dump button, man. <laughs> it would clearly be John and Jesse <laughs> as a team. Well, that in itself would be reality TV. I mean, we'd be fist fighting the entire It'll time. Be the It'd be fist fighting. We'd have to skydive, and they're just like strangling each other as we like jump out of the fucking plane. It's like me and Matt are already like, at the we're like, already at the pub having a beer. Bill, yeah, me and Bill have already like like pulled finished. our rip cords, and, and John and Jesse are still strangling each other in mid fucking air. Like one of them dies and has a malfunction <laughs> with the shoot. It's like a, here we go. One of them gets fucked up. One actually like tandems the other one. Like John has Jesse in a sleeper hold and Jesse pulls the ripcord and then they just like land together. Yeah, they both break all their bones, have to be in the hospital together in the same room together for four Bill months. And, Bill and I are picking up the slack, man. We're already at a pub, like you said, just well, having riding a, our bikes all over having a brewski. Copenhagen. Listen, it it depends how much how much we're winning. If it's like ten thousand dollars, listen, it all oh, we're in for ten grand, we're in. Okay, but if it's like a hundred million, like I'll be, I'll listen. I'll I'll be on my best behavior. <laughs> they, I'll do whatever it is. They can offer us like twenty grand, and we'll pay for your food and drinks for this. Like, all right, we're in. Where do we? Where? When do we? Oh, Copenhagen. We'll be there. We'll start. Jesse, the map. Where's your compass? <laughs> yeah, no, you got. Yep, no, yep, no. It's. Oh my god, that that actually would make sense for forfeit for forfeit season. Is the amazing race. Just like forfeit, like forfeit drop gets dropped in the middle of the Pine Barrens. How can they get out? You know, like don't they do that in the military? We would die. That's more like a bear girl show. Well, the, yeah, like the like the seals for their training, they drop them in a remote place. Amazing race. To, I think you have to just like figure out puzzles and clues and get to like destinations. I think and yeah. like yeah, that's like escape room on yeah. like steroids. Oh my god, escape rooms. Forget it. We'd be four of us would be dead in the room. <laughs> They'd be like, all right, these guys are done. We should we do like, a forfeit escape room. That there would be, would be so many holes punched in the walls. They would be you know, like that table doesn't move. Yes, it does. If you hit it hard enough, it's not. It does now. <laughs> that's not where the clue goes. Just throwing like someone through a wall. I think it's yeah. behind the bookcase. No, it's nailed to the wall. I promise you that's not a clue. <laughs> no, I think those are all great ideas. The one thing I will say we will never do is axe throwing. I think no. this has too much liability. I think we could do it. Oof. No, you never done it? No, I, I never have. No, he's talking about the four of us it. doing it. Yeah, four of us doing it together. Oh, we could do that. Somebody would lose a hand, minimum. Nah. It would be four beers, six beers, the eight beers would be like, here, go to the go to the uh, bullseye and hold this up. I could totally hit it out of your hand. <laughs> Put this on your I mean, it, it, it sounds weird, but I think, like, like games like that, you got to have a little bit of swing oil in you. You know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be half in the can a little Look, bit. Look, I'm blindfolded, to, like, guys. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that might be one we want to stay away from. That's why they don't have yeah. bars. Especially when uh, Jin John's around. If Jin John's around, forget. oh, Jin John, forget <laughs> it. The parts are getting lost. They, they'd be talking about us on Action News. Well, well this this is actually a, a, yeah. a perfect segue into the next topic I wanted to uh, bring up. Is the uh, it'd be interesting for the four of us to go to uh, the Kentucky Derby together and talk about putting away some booze. Some oh, what yeah. are those mint jewel those julep things yeah, or whatever mint juleps. Yeah. Never had one. Probably would like them. Uh, <laughs> probably would drink too many of them. Would wonder. <laughs> would probably find out how what they look like on the way back up. Uh, yeah, I mean, we would pr- definitely probably stand out a little bit. 
What exactly is a menstrual period? Is I'm it, Googling it. Something that's disgusting and a bourbon cocktail. Yeah, I know it involves bourbon, so it's it's up like at least like at least at the very least half of our alleys. Bourbon, sugar, water, crushed rice, and fresh mint. Uh, fist fighting immediately. <laughs> Say no more. It's it's we're getting body slammed through a fucking table at the. It's, at the it's basically a bourbon version of a mojito, like. We're taking off our pants, stealing a horse, and fucking hightailing <laughs> out of there. I'm interested on the sugar, the bourbon and the sugar mixture. Interesting. It well, it, it's not. Is it like brown sugar, sugar cubes? Does it, it go it's into a simple any, syrup? Is it kind of like syrup, like what you do for an old fashioned, right? No, you muddle. It looks like you muddle everything, just like you're making a um, a mojito. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's like. So I'm reading it's uh, place the mint leaves, sugar or simple syrup into the julep cup, um, muddle well to dissolve the sugar and release the oil from the mint, add the bourbon, fill the, fill the glass with ice, with crushed ice, stir well until the glass becomes frosty, garnish with a mint sprig. Like it really is a, a bourbon mojito. It's a bourbon party concoction. That's, that's trouble. Yeah. It's got trouble written all over it. We could probably make one with gin instead of bourbon, right? Well, no, I mean, I, I would you just I, replace the gin or replace the bourbon with gin. No, I went in Rome, you drink what the Romans are drinking. But oh, okay. I mean, like, I'm not, I can't drink six of those. No, <laughs> I'd be blacked out. Well, you I'd could. Like, you kidding I'd me? Drink. We'd have three of those and fall asleep before the fucking race started in our yeah, sleep. True. <laughs> yeah, we'd be behind like a porta potty, like slumped over, peeing yeah. on ourselves, farting, not even know it. Unreal. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Any uh, any good uh, horse horse picks for for tomorrow? Yeah. Any, oh yeah. Let's look at. The, let's find some names, man. That's the, the cool thing about it. The thirty-nine to one, Jace's Road. I'll take him or her. There's not not many good horse names here. Rocket no? Can. Rocket Can. You can. Mandarin Hero. Skinner. Confidence Game. Two Fills. Two Fills is kind of funny. Hit Show. That's it. Sun Thunder. That's it, man. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, I'd have to talk to uh, a betting expert on how to, you know, do win, place, and show and all that shit. I know it's like one, two, three or whatnot, but. I don't know. I throw all my money on that thirty-nine to one, and then yeah, would you guys? Would you? Would you? Pay. Would you place a triple crown bet? Nah, no, couldn't do that. That's a sucker's bet anymore. Because typically, unless the horse is expected to do well, like dominate at that next track, they always give the horse the next the next race off. Gotcha. Listen, thirty-nine to. The current odds thirty two to one. Morning light odds fifty to one. Whew. Well, this is the closest to maybe well, it's a second or third favorite, but there's Tappet Trice Tappet Trice is one of the horses. <laughs> <laughs> there there's six to one. That's like the third best odds behind next to Angel of Empire, and then there's a four to one for uh, Forte. He's the favorite or she's the favorite. Who's the guy that's like not allowed to come around anymore? 
Because he was uh, like juicing the horses. You need to be more specific because there's multiple people. The one guy. He had like the white hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's one of the main. Yeah. I forget. I, I never got like that in detail. But yeah, he, he was like, he won multiple like big events, but then he got caught cheating. I, was he the one that had like American Pharaoh, the Philly horse? Yeah. Yeah. Because that COVID that, that horse almost. Did the American Pharaoh win the Triple Crown or they lost? They came close to it. I think I they believe, came close. I forget. I, he came. I don't think he won it. Because I know he won two that year. I think he lost one. I think he lost either Belmont. Because I think he won the Derby, but I think it's the Derby. I got. I don't even know what the third one is. It's Derby, Preakness. Belmont, Preakness. in New York, Preakness, and Preakness. Those are the big three. I think the Preakness is like more of a party, though. Well, I think they're. Yeah, I, I mean, they're Belmont. All the nah, the Derby's like the Derby's like. I think the it's, Derby's more like hobsnobby. Yeah, it's more like because yeah, I, I think that has I, I think that has probably the biggest name recognition of the three is the Kentucky yeah. Derby for is sure. Is it like the the Masters of uh, and horse I races? Think, no, and it is, yes. and I think it's for like to be like in the the good seats and stuff. It's like Southern, you know, wealth families kind of like it's kind you know because it was a you know thing of a uh, thing of status back in the day before the old internets and cable were around. So. You know, I think it's like everything else. I don't know how much it holds its lore because there's. I'm putting my money on Cyclone Mischief. It's a great name. Thirty-nine to one, Matt. You're not winning, but King Russell, Mandarin Hero, Rocket Rocket Can. You said that one, John. There's two Japanese horses in it: Mandarin Hero and Derma Sotogi. Wow. I would name my Japanese horse Godzilla. Three, there's no there's other three name. Japanese horses. Contour, Contenor oh, is a third one. So yeah, it would two. be Godzilla one, Godzilla two, Godzilla three. It would just keep going. I would just keep adding numbers. Just adding numbers. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're the only other nationality other. Than, I guess all the other horses are American. I wish they're just like use like human names. You know, just like. Oh, I don't get my room once through for Greg the horse. Hey, there's Greg. Like Bill Murray. Bill Murray was a horse. Is anyone surprised that the Kentucky like horse racing is still somewhat relevant? Surprise? Well, based on the world we live in now. How so? Because it's like dog racing's like gone. You know? They still have dog tracks, but I mean yeah, horse racing, I, I, I don't think horse racing between. is as mainstream. I mean, they, they, they televise this on the networks for sure, but that's, it's mainly because of the gambling aspect that keeps it kind of alive. You know, people are just, there's just that many degenerates out there that will bet on animals to, to, to win something, you know, when they, they don't get their human fix. So I, I, I don't think that. You know, I guess I don't. I I can only speak for myself, but I don't go out of my way to watch these races really yeah, ever. Me neither. <laughs> I, I also yeah. want to say that American Pharaoh did win the Triple Crown 2015. I, I, was I thought right. he did, but I, I thought he did. And then an 18 Justify won, but that was that uh, before Bob 2000. Is it Bob something the trainer? Is that his name? Yeah, it's like Bob Baffert or something. Yeah, that's it. That's the dude. Bob Barker. But from I mean that. 2015, the last before that, it was 1978. Yeah, it was a big deal when Farrow did it. Like, I remember that was, yeah, I do remember that. That was, uh, wow, that was, those were dark days for that. That's when the Phillies stunk, the Eagles stunk. 
Sixers always stunk. That was during the process days. Yep. Those were dark Philly days, 2015. Yep. Oof. That was that was uh, chips last year. We were 15. still watching the Patriots win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 15 was was that the Atlanta Falcons comeback, the 23 year maybe? Because it was chips last year. Because 16 was Dougie's first year. We went six and ten or seven and nine. But yeah, so that was a dark. Yeah, because Chip got fired before the last game or two. And Phillies, yeah, they were they were in a oof dark place. And then yeah, it was real dark. That was like year two or three of the process that year, 15. Of, of the year nine that we're still in of the process. Just, never mind. I'm, I'm, I have a, I have a, um, don't open that wound up again. I have a Seriously random not. crazy hockey question. And Jesse, you probably can answer it. Maybe. Why the hell are these new, you, you take a look at a, an expansion team or a fairly new franchise in any other sport, right? Mm-hmm. And, they start, it's kind of like they start at the bottom and they got to work their way up. But it doesn't seem like that's the case in hockey. Hockey, it's like you had the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year made a Stanley Cup run. Mm-hmm. And now you've got the C- Seattle Kraken, mm-hmm. right? Is this, their, is this their rookie season or their second year? Is this their first year or second year? But they're making a deep playoff run. Well, so the thing that hockey does was the same thing that um, the MLS did was when a new team comes in, they did an expansion draft. So every team can only protect X amount of players. So what ends up happening is... Um, the salary cap is so low that if you have a good general manager, you can basically these teams were rating the rosters of all these other teams and I think in most of these like I know in MLS teams can go to the well I think twice so like if we all, all four of us had a team own teams you can only let's say each player you can protect 10 players so the rest of your roster are player the teams are free to pick and choose from so that's how it that's how it happened was you know you could only protect so many guys so that you know they were getting pretty good um the ability to to get pretty good players to put onto their roster right from the jump and then they got, you know, preferential draft picks and a couple other things. So all it took was a good, you know, they, the, and they got, they, they poached smart front office people that knew how to build a roster. And, you know, you get a good coach and you have pretty good players because you're not starting from, you know, scratch. And that's how, you know, this happens. Hmm. Speaking of expansion teams, saw mm-hmm. something on the, on the Twitter today. A, th- a great idea. The winner of the XFL championship should then play the lowest, the worst team in the NFL. And the winner of that, like if the XFL team won, they would go into the NFL and the NFL team would go to the XFL. Brilliant. So as like Brilliant a purgatory. <laughs> well, I so mean, like basic- still have your, 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 you know, if you're, 
Detroit Lions were the worst, for example, and they lost and they went to the XFL, they'd have to win it and then beat another NFL team to get back in. It's brilliant. Oh, wow. So it's, it's what they do in soccer. What are they doing? They do that in it's soccer? relegating. They relegate. Yeah, it's to promotion and relegation. Oh, NFL me. owners would never excuse go for me. that. that sure that NFL, well, it's, it's another thing that we copy. NFL owners would never go for that. There's just too much TV money to even risk that. Let's not talk about soccer right now because uh, I think if Lionel Messi takes uh, more, takes some more Saudi money like the live golfers do, um, we're not going to be able to talk about soccer anymore. So, um, but yeah, so we like, are that's what happens. Newsflash: We really don't talk about soccer. So, <laughs> yeah, especially, um, especially when they're in tenth place, the union. That's great. Well, I mean, they were playing in the Champions League semifinal over the, the of last week. So, um, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> No, we lost. So, so in in soccer, to just do it briefly, if you depending on what league you're in, like in the Premier League, the bottom three teams get kicked the fuck out. Okay, and top three come up from the league below. Wow, the Philly teams like in 2015 would have been kicked out of like every league. But but the, what's the other league? So it's like Premier League, and then what's the other one? There's four tiers of professional English soccer. There's so like it's like it's league. like it's like NF it's like um, NFC, AFC, DDC, and CDC, right? Well, it's so, well, I mean it's pr- more like so like the NBA's got the G League, so the okay. G League is below. So then like. Got it. Or like, so the MLB's got MLB, and then there's Triple A, Single A, you know, Double A, Single A. Gotcha. And okay. What What typically happens is these teams that have bigger budgets, they get relegated. You go to the next league below. You don't make as much TV money. You don't make as much gate. You don't make you don't make as much money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these players will have clauses in their contracts that if they get relegated their contracts are null and void. So then what happens is if you get dropped to the, ne- the league below and if you lose half of your roster due to whatever, you could then get relegated again. And it becomes a um, – it's basically – you've seen – it's happened a couple times where like a team used to be in the Premier League and they're in like the fourth division now and they're never coming back up because uh, like – it, it's just it becomes a cascading thing where um, you go and then you drop and you drop and you drop and every level down is less TV money, less everything. So it's tough yeah. to get back up. Interesting. That was the whole thing with um, with Wrexham, that Wrexham show. That uh, Rob McElhenney and um, Ryan Reynolds own. They finally got promoted this year. So they're they're taking their team up back into the the a actual professional league now. Hmm. Dupe. So dupe. Talk about starting from scratch. You know, getting the getting kicked out. But yeah. you're se- you're essentially just toast at the, at that point. And and Bill, yeah, I know I mean, you you sorry, Jessica. When you get relegated, it's bad. Like, and it's over there. It's a generational thing. It's like with us with the Eagles. Like, we'd stick around, but 
it becomes problematic when the financials get involved and then you've got owners that are like, I don't really feel like spending any fucking money on you assholes anymore. And then it just, you drop again and you drop again. It's bad. It's bad. Well, that's why I feel like if you want to get rid of tanking, that, that that's, that's how you eliminate it. Well, it, I mean, it certainly, and that's the thing. Um, not to turn it into a tangent on like American soccer versus European soccer, but that's the, the rationale that people use all the time when they're talking about um, European soccer is, you know, how do you get people involved and to care about games? Well, it's, you know, these teams that are on the bottom of the table, they're fighting for their lives, you know, so it's, it means the world these games at the tail end of the season, like the teams in the middle of the table really don't give two shits, mm. but you know, in the EPL, three teams go down. So like, if you're one of the, if you're not like, if you're the fifth team from the bottom, you start being like, mm-hmm. boy, I'm a little, little nervous. I also feel like, and it's one of the, I feel, you know, and this is just an opinion. Um, that's one of the draws to European soccer I, I've always kind of had slightly is and not everybody there's always you know a handful of guys that you know maybe don't but I would say I, I feel I can confidently say from what I see at least as a novice soccer fan or football fan playing when we're, we're across the pond recording um, the majority of uh, players play the heart out for the jersey they wear for the club they represent like it means something to those people over there. And here, hell, I just saw Patrick Beverly uh, yesterday, the day before talk about how like it's known in the league by executives that like, you know, you can't put a number on it, but there's just as many guys who don't give a shit about playing basketball as they did as they do kind of deal. And I feel like that's, Again, it's not fair to say that for everybody. I mean, you know, who knows? That's just one person's opinion who's a very opinionated player. But when you just watch these games, it's just you can see the love and the, the fan bases come out. And even watching teams that – and, again, not every team. There's some teams. But, like, teams that are in the bottom sniffing relegation zone, they're still packing stadiums and singing songs the whole time, going nuts. They, they like, support their fans so much. And it's just, like – you know, that culture, I think, is very appealing. Um, so, yeah, I, I think um, maybe we could learn some things from that because it is still the biggest sport in the world. Um, I, and I don't know that it'll ever be overtaken. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh, um, one that it's, you know, you got you, give me, you have to enjoy the game a little bit to watch it, but you can see even as just as sports fans, like man, these guys and these fans really give a shit about their team, which is kind of nice mm-hmm. to see, as opposed to turning on the TV and watching the Dodgers play. They win the division every year, and there's ten thousand people in that stadium. Now there might be a little extreme example because it's the area they're in, but you know, it's I mean, even Philly last year. Let's just be real. I'll put it out there. I'm going to put it out there again. I think this is a fair weather sports city. Phillies didn't sell shit last year in tickets until they went on their playoff run. Look at all those games. There was nobody going to the bank. They were getting ten to 15,000 tops. They went on that heater in August. They started selling out. 
The Eagles probably the only exception. And even there, they're four and twelve season. People were wearing bags on their head, not selling out. Sixers sold out tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm and I, and I got emails before game before game two that there were tickets available. So what does that tell you? During a playoff run, you can still buy tickets two days before the game. That you know, again, I mean, they're going to sell out, but in the in the playoffs, but um, you know, did did fans support the process? You know, because we loved the team. No, because we knew the players on that court weren't going to really be here. So I'm, you know, it's in the process is probably tough, you know, the tough example to to, to put it that way, but you know, I, I think baseball is also tough too, Bill. I mean, it's a it's a it's a hard investment for uh, a season ticket holder, I think. Well, it's, it's a commitment. Years. I mean, I had yeah. one two years. I had partial game season tickets with my brother in law. I think either seventeen or twenty four game we got, and it was because. We had an opportunity to get them, and we had like second row in right field, and they were like really good seats, and there's always actions. And uh, we, the first year, we probably went to 75% of the game. I know year two, we tried giving away at least half the tickets because we got tired of going. Yeah. It was just, they, they, were, they weren't a winning team. Um, it's when prices started going up to, to $14 Miller Lights, all that bullshit, and we're like, this is stupid. It's you know it's a couple hundred a couple hundred bucks to come to the game with a few beers and a couple of dogs, and we're losing every game eleven to four, and it's you know and and we're watching Bobby Abubu jog to balls in the gap because <laughs> it's already seven nothing in the third, and it's like well these guys don't even give a shit like and that's the thing it's yeah. like they just think you know watching like that team was so off putting that we would literally call people like yo like you know and, and I think there are maybe one or two games that we just didn't even go we're like fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going tonight. It was, like, kind of rainy and shit out and stuff like that. But, like, no, I agree. I mean, 81. I think regular season basketball is like that, too. No, it, it is. And, you know, hockey, I mean, look at the Flyers. Oh, all we hear is how the Flyers, this is the best fan base in Philly. You turn on, you turn on the Flyer games, half the arena is there. And multiple times this year there were more Rangers, Islanders, Devils, Pittsburgh fans. Like, there were articles about it, how they've overtaken – Oh, but the Flyers are the best fan base. Most okay, I mean, they, bullshit. They they were for a long time. Historically, like, they they were they 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 would pack they, out, win or lose. But it's they've been so bad for so long that. But that's still. I mean, you know, if you're a fan, you're a fan. You know, it's so uh, it's I, I and I'm not faulting Philly fans because I get it. It's not easy to spend. You know. 75 bucks for shitty seats and then you got to pay 40 bucks to park and $28 for fucking chicken fingers. It's like, all right, like, <laughs> it's like, seriously, I mean, that still traps my ass with the six. Why you bring your own here. peanuts? You know, when we, when we went, I guess it was, it was pre COVID even. It was like 30 bucks for chicken fingers and fries. That's and why was, you got to like, you got to pack your six pack, your peanut yeah. butter and jelly sandwich. You can't bring you know? shit in there. You can't bring shit yeah, in there. No, no. You, you, eat it in the park, you eat it in the parking lot. Get the fuck out of here. You can so bring food in. That's what you got to so do. Six is, yeah, you got to like hide it maybe. You can't just walk in with a cooler. Back in the day so, when we used to go to the vet, my dad. Oh, those are the best good, days. If I was like, we would bring the cooler in. They would yeah. just check it yeah. for booze. Yeah. And they would even let them bring beers in. And then he would just put like mixed drinks in, in, uh, in what are they fucking, uh, God, what the fuck, God, what the fuck are they called? Not coolers, the uh, thermoses. Thermoses. Yeah, thermoses. He knew that he would do that, and we bring sandwiches and some drinks. And then, well, like, if I, if the, 
if I was like, didn't, if I wasn't annoying him the game, he would get me the ice cream in, in, in the uh, helmet. In the helmet. You want to talk about some dog days. I mean, you had to drink to get through some of those games. No, those like, like the Phillies were so bad. Like pre ninety three, back when we had like Von Hayes and Ricky yeah. Jordan and those guys, like those teams were that were like dog shit. Yep. And there wasn't fourteen dollar beers. You could have twelve. No, it wasn't. And, and <laughs> well, you, you could bring your own in. And you bring but your it own. was just different. I mean, like you would literally have the cooler packed, and they would just be like, "Nothing's open. Okay, go ahead. Just go ahead. You know." And in yeah. and, and you no know, glass, and, no glass. Okay, you're good. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you're good. that's what we would do. And you know, it's. And and I get to, it, you know, you got to pay the athlete. Seg- but to segue right. off of this, but to to put a bow on, like what you what Bill was talking about, like the size of of soccer and everything. So in London, there are seventeen professional teams that play soccer in London. Seven of them are in the Premier League, but the just in the Premier League alone, there's seven. So it's like think about that, like. Philly's got a couple teams in, you know, you've got four teams in the, in the city proper, but like the 17, so it's 17 different stadiums sprinkled throughout one city. It's, it's insane. And it's, that's the way it is throughout the entire world with, with soccer. Like every, every major city has a stadium and has a soccer team. Are there it's, any fair weather soccer fan bases like Bill's mentioning with like how the Philly fans can get? Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's got yeah, like thick fans. fans and a few teams you'll see like little light. But again, and I agree, those are teams that consistently haven't won shit. Like they don't make the FA Cup even and shit like that. Like, so I, yeah, I'm not defending them as, as the, the most amazing sports fans in the world, but. More times than not, you know, like, like look at the Royals now. Like, you go to a Royals game, you see him on TV, like the highlights I saw recently. Like, I could count on my hand, and I'm being facetious, the amount of people that were at that fucking stadium. And they were in the World Series, what, five, six years ago, which is a long time in sports. But, you know, they were competitive, um, you know, and then, you know, and then you got teams like the Tampa Bay Rays who win this win, and you get their stadium is half full half the time. Yeah. You know, and it's and something with Florida. It's something with Florida, though. Well, I don't know what it, it is. The Tampa Stadium is an absolute pain in the dick to get to if you live in. Apparently, yeah. like if you live in Tampa proper, their stadium is an absolute nightmare to get. But the to. same thing goes for Miami's Marlins. Like, no, I, I, I think. Well, what I would, what I would say to those two markets, and I, this is no research, but my opinion again. I think it is a lot of transplants. Like, I don't know a lot of people who, yeah. you know, born and raised in Tampa, born and raised in Miami. Yeah, there's a decent amount, I'm sure. But it's not like Philly, New York, you know, where it's like fifth generation. I live here, you know, it's like, oh, no, we relocated to Tampa, yeah. you know, four years ago. And, and we're a Rays fan, but we were from Baltimore. We love the Orioles more. We, you know, we come, you know, we go to their yeah. games and, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's yeah, those I think kind of trans areas. And it's right. going to be the same thing if Vegas can steal the the athletics. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, for it, sure. It, I agree, Jesse. I agree. There's those. It's going to become the destination for like the American League. You know, when it's shitty out, you know, the first two months of the season, 
It's like, yeah, let's go on a road. You know, if you're from Boston, it's, you know, 50 degrees and fucking gross. Uh, Is that stadium retractable dome in Vegas they play in, Jesse? Well, they haven't even built it yet. No, I I thought maybe they would play where the Raiders played. No, apparently they're going to build their own stadium. Um, I'm sorry. It would be retractable, but like. It's just, you know, if you're from Boston or New York or wherever, you'd be like, screw it. Let's go to the let's go to the Vegas for a couple of days and, and watch our team. It'd be, it'd be a fun road trip one. You know, it's but you know, the end of your team. Beyond that, beyond that, like to John's point earlier, like it's a long, you know, the, the Raiders can do it theoretically because there's only eight home games. They only have to deal with it eight times getting that building full. So every away fan base is going to want to go to those games and there's enough people that are like, Oh, it's the NFL. I'm in Vegas for the weekend. Screw it. I'll, I'll go to the game. But when you've got 80 some games and it's ridiculously hot and you've got a a transient fan base that are just passing through, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. And this is all because of some rich asshole that did had nothing ever happened to him to be born that, he's trying to shake down two different cities to, to spend as much money as he possibly, or so they can give him as much money. Cause even if he goes to Vegas, he's not going to, he's not going to spend any money on the team. He's going to do exactly what he's doing now, which is cashing that revenue sharing check and spending the bare minimum on the team. It's an investment for him. Nothing else. Well, I, can't I think, think every city is just different because I just saw Buffalo approved like unanimously their just their stadium to get built and half of it's going to be public funds. It's a billion eight, and they said it's going to be done by twenty twenty six season. They're going balls in on getting the stadium done. Well, and the, um, and the crazy thing in Buffalo is that owner is one of the richest owners in football. Yeah, I think they're putting up like six hundred million. The city's doing six hundred million, and then are borrowing six hundred million from the NFL or something. Because it's like a it's like a one point eight billion, I think I saw. I could be wrong. Jesus. With the, but and their goal is to have it to to. I think I think it's going to be a dome. Um, and the goal is to have it for the twenty twenty six season. I don't even think they like they they, they like they just started breaking ground. They're going to build this fucking thing in two years. <laughs> a dome or a retractable roof? I don't know. They I, I I thought they said dome, but I didn't. I guess the article I read didn't didn't specify. Just said new stadium, unanimously like approved unanimously. I think by like the Buffalo City Board or whatever municipal township. Well, I, I can't feel like. I feel like the NFLPA is constantly waging war with the NFL about turf. So it's, it's surprising that, um, that this is still, that they're still doing like domes. I mean, that area it's like, I mean, there, I mean the bills mafia, you know, but I guess, uh, yeah, now one, 1.5 billion for the new stadium. 1.5. And 10, 10 to zeros, every single person in City Hall approved it. And the goal, um, they wanted the goal is to have it for opening day 2026. So in two and a half years, they're going to build a fuck. I don't know how that's possible. Just uh, in time for the bills to be bad again. <laughs> and the agreement includes the 30 year lease to the bills to own it. Yep. Now, and then, it, and, uh, yep. Because, and, and crazy. Um, yeah, because it would cost $900 million to renovate, to update the current stadium to current NFL standards. 
So it's cheaper to build a new stadium, they're saying. And it's going to cost this taxpayer $600 million and the county 250 So 850 of it. So half of, more than half of it is going to be paid by state and county taxes. Well, I to can't, a billionaire. I can't yeah. think of a better way to wrap up this random <laughs> podcast episode than spitting our hate for, that we have for billionaire owners and what they do with their money. Wasn't it supposed to be a like a draft wrap up episode? It, yeah, well, no, I, I don't know. We had we really didn't have an agenda. I think it kind of like randomly, like just. I mean, all we got to say is what it was. Howie, another A plus. Maybe John finally gives this guy some slack and some credit for what he does. Well, that'll no, be John next wanted, episode. That'll be John next episode. To, we got John wanted to debate on the podcast how so, it, that it wasn't a good draft. We'll have to uh, wait for the next episode. We'll have to wait for the next episode. Everyone, build your so ammo. Well. Keep your ammo. Keep your ammo locked and loaded. Check us out on the social media interwebs. For myself, Metal Matt, Big John Stud, the J Lo, Wild Bill. Uh, I'd say ten nine eight, but fuck it. Who, who, fuck it. <laughs> I know what we. I know what we have. I know. I know what we have to say though. Go birds. 